Kia ora and welcome to the Have to Travel Show. I am your host, Helen Brahms from Cruise Planners, and I am so excited today because we get to talk about the number one destination that is on everybody's mind right now, and that happens to be Cuba. And joining me in the studio today, we have Dave Sosha from Globus, who is going to tell us about some of the unique experiences we'll be able to have in Cuba, as well as some of the best ways to see Cuba and get the most out of it. Dave, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Excellent. Well, thank you. Now, um, you and I were just talking about some of the things in Cuba and about how Cuba's really taking off right now. Um, now, I understand, too, that there are some requirements, um, even though it's open to travelers, there are some requirements on who can actually travel to Cuba. So what are some of those requirements that they have to meet, and how does Globus help them meet those requirements? Currently, part of the travel restriction by the U.S. Tra government for Americans traveling to Cuba is that one of the ways that they can go is through people-to-people -people contact. What that means is that they're going to engage with the people of Cuba, and we've got some really fascinating experiences along the way. So part of that is you have to sign an affidavit saying that you're going to engage in a people-to-people -people contact, which we can help you with um, you know, when you book your package through the Globus um, family of brands. Um, we also will help you with your visa, which is also required, and um, we'll help you with all the arrangements along the way. That is, so you basically make it really easy for them to go. <laughs> we do, actually. That's excellent. Now, looking through the brochure, and you've got um, some land and sea packages in there. So um, before we get into those, what are some of the unique things about Cuba that is making it such an amazing place to be visiting right now? You know, Cuba right now is almost like a, uh, a slice in time. You're getting to see Cuba um, almost as it's been preserved in time. And Cuba is really going to change very quickly um, in, the, in the very, you know, short period of time. You know, I've talked to some of my travel agent partners who have actually just come back from Cuba, and um, things are changing almost on a daily basis there. Um, but right now, if you make your way to Cuba, you can see Cuba almost as it was, you know, from the 50s. They've, they've been sort of, you know, stuck in this time warp. And so you've got these gorgeous old cars that are, are beautifully, you know, kept up. Um, you know, the whole island itself has this, this really almost, you know, different time zone um, feel to it. And now's the time to go because you can really get to see it um, in its pristine, you know, original condition. That's excellent. And I've I mean, the thing of the time warp thing just kind of like um, enthralls me, being somebody who loves genealogy and who loves history, um, that would be that would just fascinate me that people are kind of stuck in a time warp. But then I guess with, with everything that's been happening over Cuba over the years, they've kind of had to keep everything in pristine condition as best they can. So to be able to see that, that piece of history would be um, just amazing as far as, you know, for my thing. Um, so, I don't know. So what are some of the things that, um, you know, you've got this people-to-people -people program that, they, that people can do. What does that actually involve? What sort of things are they able to do on the people-to-people -people activities? It's really fascinating. I mean, they get to meet people from the Cuban National Ballet. They get to meet workers in, in Cuban cigar factories. They'll get to meet baseball players. Um, they'll actually get to meet um, people who are, are members of CAR um, you know, rally clubs, and we'll actually have a car rally where they'll get to get into these amazing old cars and, you know, drive around in a car rally. So 
we get a lot of really different experiences, but they're all unique and fascinating along the way. Oh, that sounds awesome. I mean, those that love the cigars would absolutely love the, the um, talking to the, peep, the cigar factory workers. <laughs> so yeah, I can just see people you know, doing that, and, and the car history people would be, oh, my gosh. That would just be like heaven for them for the 1950 cars. And you can actually bring back um, one box of cigars with you, which is even nicer. Oh, that's definitely going to appeal to my um, to my cigar-loving people. <laughs> I'm not one of those, but if somebody enjoys a cigar, all the power to them. <laughs> but also meeting baseball players, too. That would be awesome for, um, for baseball fans to be able to go there and meet some of those players. Uh, it's just amazing um, some of the things that you guys have come up with where people are allowed to ex- um, able to experience the culture. And that's something that I always try and encourage my travelers to do is, you know, get off the beaten path, is almost like get off the beaten path, go see the places that tourists wouldn't normally see and have the interactions with the local people so you, that way you get to experience the culture firsthand instead of observing it, you actually get to experience it. And it sounds like your people-to-people program helps them experience the culture of Cuba. Very much so, and baseball is so much a part of their their identity. Um, baseball is just huge in the country, and so actually being able to to see that um, really gives you the feel and the flavor of the country. Oh wow! I didn't realize baseball. Was, I knew that there were some baseball players from Cuba. I just didn't realize it was so big down there. Huge. <laughs> like a culture within a culture, is it? <laughs> uh. It's funny that, you know, there are so many, um, you know, baseball players, um, you know, that are in the the majors that came from Mm -hmm. Cuba. It's really a big deal. And um, if you watch any of the um, competitive, you know, where you're doing, um, you know, nations playing one another, um, Cuba's were a relatively small nation, you know, does Mm -hmm. really well in baseball because it's it's so much part of their national heritage. That is so cool to have that heritage come through. Uh, yeah, there's that word heritage again. I love that word. Um, now, when people go down to Cuba with with Globus, how big are the um, people usually think of when they go on escorted tours? They're thinking of the big coaches that you know hold forty to fifty people, and some people don't want that. They want the smaller experience. What are they going to experience when they go with um, with Globus? Well, they've got a couple of different options. I mean, we uh, I like to say one if by land, two if by sea. So we've got a couple of different options for them. They can actually do it by coach, um, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a huge group. Um, you know, right now we're we're operating um, groups of around thirty. Um, but okay. um, by the cruise option, you know, what you'll be doing is is going on a uh, an ocean going cruise ship, but then all of the land experiences are are all Globus along the way. So we'll have some really interesting things for them to do along the way. And the nice thing is that, that you know, the, the experiences, they will have a Globus uh, tour guide with them, and they will have the Globus family of brands backing them up the whole way. So they'll get the best possible experience. So then if they go by sea, that means then that the cruise ship becomes their hotel rather than staying in the hotels on land in Cuba. Correct, which, you know, um, Cuba is a lot like Russia before um, the fall, and so mm-hmm. you know the accommodation is is not as luxurious as as what we tend to expect in you know when traveling in the U.S. So as long as people are aware of that, um, you know they can they can make the you know appropriate choices. Some people like to to stay and and experience the culture 
as it is, and that's why, you know, doing a land version would be good. But, mm-hmm. you know, if, if they're uncomfortable with that, then the cruise option's also a really way to, a great way to go, and, and they would feel very comfortable with that. Excellent. Okay, so besides the people-to-people program visiting Cuba, um, what other experiences could they expect to see when they're in Cuba? What other, um, you know, is there national monuments down there? Is there museums? What sort of things do, um, do Globus help them to see while they're down there in Cuba that um, is different from the people-to-people experience? Well, they'll get to see, you know, the um, the Bay of Pigs, which, of course, is, is you know, a very historic um, location. Um, they'll get to see all of the, um, you know, music venues along the way. You know, Cuban music and, and dance is so much a part of the culture as well. Um, they'll also get to see some of the gorgeous architecture. You know, Cuba, um, you know, does have some really brilliant architecture. And so you'll get to experience that along the way. Um, the other nice thing is that we've got wonderful local guides um, that will bring it all to life for them. You know, the Cuban people have a warmness and a friendliness that is is really just exceptional. And the Cubans, um, by and large, really open themselves to the visitors, and they really understand how much it's going to change, you know, their their whole outlook. So they're very mm-hmm. warm and, and very welcoming along the way. Excellent. Um now, Cuba, too, is also known as being very vibrant and colorful. So not only is their culture vibrant and colorful, but also their architecture, too, I understand. I, I've never been to Cuba before, so I'm just going off what we've seen um, in brochures and what we've seen on slideshows, that sort of thing. So um, from what I've seen, it's also very colorful as far as the architecture. Now, the architecture was gorgeous for pictures I'd seen. I'd love to see it in person. But also the colors as well, too. It's a very vibrant um, very vibrant country. Very much so, and, and very much in in the Caribbean tradition, um, the colors are vibrant. And um, but you know, Cuba has such a rich history. And um, mm-hmm. you know, prior to to you know the changes in government, um, Cuba was 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 a real hot spot. And um, you know, there were wonderful nightclubs, and there was a lot of activity there. Um, so you're still getting to see, you know, a lot of this stuff that, that is left over from, from a different time. Oh, amazing. So what are some of the must-see and do's when you're visiting Cuba? Well, I definitely, you know, the, the, we talked about the people-to-people contact, and that's going to be mm-hmm. probably the highlight of it. But along the way, they also have wonderful art. There's great food. And um, and it's just again it's 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 like going to a different time, and and I can't stress enough that now is the time to go because it will change, and it's almost changing on a daily basis. So now is the time really to go. So talking about the time to go, what is the best time of the year to travel to Cuba? Um, you know, Cuba is um, in the Caribbean, so it's always generally a, a great time to go. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there there has been some some challenges um, recently with hurricanes. So I would suggest that you wait until after hurricane season to go. Um, but we're just about coming up on on the end of hurricane season. So say any time after December, you'd be good. Oh, excellent! Um, I had another question that just flew out of my head. <laughs> I had it when does it? And the music. What type of music can you get in in, um, in Cuba? Do you know? 
Well, there's a whole host of, of you know, I mean, there's a, a vibrant Cuban music scene, um, but you get all of the Latin influence. You also get the um, the uh, Afro beats as well. Um, so there's a whole host of it. But, you know, Cuba is, is really, music is so much a part of their culture. So you're going to get a whole yeah, a mixture of, of different different beats, different sounds, um, but mm-hmm. it, it's all fun and uh, and definitely engaging along the way. Excellent. Now, I noticed in the brochure that um, on the cruise thing, when they have the shore excursions from the cruise ship, what are some of the excursions that – are they the exact same ones that if you did the bus tour, you would see those compared to the land, or do the sea and the land have slightly different excursions or tours that they do? You're going to essentially get the, the same sorts of experiences. You'll you'll get to do, you know, most of the things. It's It's simply going to be, you know, your accommodation at night. That's going to change um, whether you're staying, you know, in a hotel on the island or or at the cruise ship. But um, you know, the demand for Cuba has been huge, so we've actually doubled our inventory for Cuba for the coming year, and uh, we're going to have more departures and more offerings. Um, so now's really the time to go. And is there any free time built into their itineraries? Like, do they get an afternoon off just to go wandering around the city and having a look, or is there still some restrictions with the travel? Um, that prevents them from being able to do wandering on their own type of thing? Because you know how some um, with the tours, there's some free time built in. Yeah, um, it's a little bit different than um, than a traditional tour um, mm-hmm. because you don't have, with a traditional tour, you wouldn't have the restriction of the people-to-people contact. Um, but because of that, um, you're obligated to participate in, in the people-to-people contacts. That will take up the better part of the day um, but you know, towards towards um, you know supper time and after, there will be a little bit of free time for exploring that that you can do. Um, but it's not huge chunk, chunks of time because again, part of the requirement is is what's required by the U.S. government um, through the people to people contact. So would they be able to go to a nightclub in the evening if they wanted to and experience the culture that yes. way? Oh, yes, awesome. and they could also go to like a, a local restaurant, um, which wasn't possible before, um, but that would just be, I mean, the night of a lifetime. Oh, absolutely. Well, I was thinking, you know, if they went to something like a nightclub and like you said, go to a restaurant at night for dinner, then they've still got people-to-people contacts. They still have to interact with the people. <laughs> you have a point. <laughs> I'm one of those people that... um yeah, I'd probably get myself in trouble if I went there. <laughs> but, you I know, who defines trouble? I think, <laughs> I, I think that, that part of, you know, the best thing of travel is, is meeting people from far and wide. And so much of, of what you take back from a country is your experiences with people. So this is really unique in that, that your experiences with people will be set up for you, which is actually quite nice. Yes, I do like that, and I like the fact that, you know, the ballet, I've always been a fan of dance. It doesn't matter what type of dance, I love watching dance. So to be able to interact with the ballet dancers and watch them perform would be, for me, would be awesome. The cigar thing, I would just like to see it to see how it's done. I'm not a cigar person, but I think it's fascinating just to um, to see how they get, they get made. And baseball is one of those games I'm learning about because not being from the U.S., um, baseball wasn't part of my upbringing, so I guess it would be pretty cool to go see that and um, and enjoy another type of baseball game. Um, 
So I'm just thinking about, you know, from somebody who comes from a completely different culture than just the U.S., what experiences I could have. And so far what you've mentioned has been great. Um, you know, well, as soon as you said being able to interact with the ballet, I was like, I am so there. <laughs> you didn't have to tell me anything else. The ballet, we're fine. And then being able to go to the nightclub and see the live dancing just by the locals out having a great time and, and being part of that experience um, would be amazing as well. I mean, life is all about experiences, and so to be able to add them to the um, add to your experiences and your memories, that's what Cuba sounds like a great place to go and do that with. Absolutely, and you know, cigars are such a huge part of their economy, and the fact that they're mm -hmm. still hand rolling the cigars is really interesting and to actually see how they do it is really fascinating and so to be able to talk to the people and and you know learn about what it's like to do that and and what it means for them it, it really is a wonderful insight into into life in cuba now then my other question then because you're saying you're talking with the locals and stuff is there going to be a challenge because people are going to ask me this is there going to be a challenge with the language or do most people there speak um, speak English? Um, we will actually have um, people that will be, you know, speaking English um, along the way. Okay. Um, you know, it's interesting. Um, the the number of Cubans that speak English um, is is you know really impressive. Um, so um, they actually do do a, a good job of that. But all of the interactions along the way will will be uh, conducted in in, in uh, English, so everybody can understand one another. Oh, that's awesome! Because I know that um, quite often I get that question: it's like, well, am I going to be able to understand everything if I'm watching them do this? Can I ask questions? And I'm one that always says, you know, ask questions. There's bound to be somebody there who can interpret if they don't understand what you're saying. Um, so to know that you have people there that would be able to do that would be awesome. Yeah, and it's fascinating. You know, the education levels in Cuba um, overall are really quite high. Um, the the island is actually quite well educated, um, and mm -hmm. and so you know that also adds to discussion along the way. Now I'm just looking through looking through the brochure as we're talking about, and I see something about Old Havana, and that it's a UNESCO World Heritage Site. So what's different about Old Havana compared to the rest of Havana? Well, uh, Old Havana is is the part that that you know literally has has been around since um, the very beginning. Um, Cuba was was you know one of the first um, mercantile ports um, in all of uh, the Caribbean, um, so it dates back to to um, ancient times really. And they've got some beautiful old churches and and some historical buildings, and it really is breathtaking. Oh, amazing! Um, because I see the picture here of the of the cathedral, and it just looks wow. It doesn't even look like a cathedral; it's more like a castle. <laughs> the well, cathedral a lot of, of the Havana, cathedrals almost the were like castles along the way, you know. Yeah, it is just. Um, I'm looking at the picture of it right now. The cathedral of Havana just looks uh, stunning from the outside. That is just. Um, yeah, for those that like architecture, they're going to really love going down there and seeing all the architecture that's down there. The pictures, are, from what I've been seeing, are things to go by, and that's going to be amazing. Um, what other experiences that we haven't talked about yet would people be able to get to see? What type of crafts do the Cubans do? Besides the cigar rolling, um, um, what other sort of crafts do they a, have? 
there's a lot of art um in in Cuba overall um whether mm-hmm. it's whether it's you know um painting or or maybe it's you know some of the other different arts um we also have um tours to Cuba under our Cosmos brand now that's our value brand and what that one will do will take you out to the remote villages you'll actually get to you know work with farmers and and ranchers and and get to see how you know the food in Cuba is done um, you'll also get to, you know, interact with families and see what, what you know, life is for them um, in Cuba. Um, so there's there's a number of different opportunities, um, and depending on, on which program you go with, you're going to have some different experiences along the way. So you mean to say that if I go with the Cosmos brand, um, which is under the Globus family of brands for those that are, that are just tuning in, um, I can actually go and work on a farm with locals and get my hands in the dirt and everything else and have a blast. Um, <laughs> I don't know that you'd get your hands dirty along the way, but, <laughs> but you'd get to experience what, what the uh, what the farm life is like. And um, Cosmos is our value brand, so that's going to um, to take you to some of the more remote um, parts of the island. Um, you'll have okay. some some more sort of remote type um, accommodation along the way. Um, okay. But it's going to give you a much better feel into, you know, a day in the life of Cuba um, that you wouldn't get any other way. Oh, that would be awesome. And um, talking about the farms, are they more the organic farming? I'm thinking that they're more organic farming. Would that be correct? Um, y- yes and no. Um you know the the definition of organic is um is is a, a flexible one and depending okay. on you know who's using the word um they would they would use it in a certain way but but it wouldn't be organic in the ways that we would describe organic but it would be okay. organic um to the way that they do um organic well that would be an interesting thing to learn it's fascinating, yeah, how, and um, you yeah. know how they how they feed their people, and um, food is is also a big part of it, and and Cuban food is is truly amazing. And so, on the farms, are they are they um, thinking that you've got like farms that do the vegetables and the fruits and that sort of thing, but you'd also see all the tobacco farms concerning the fact that cigars is one of their biggest one of their biggest um, uh, money earners. And there's also um, livestock farms as well, so. Okay. Be, well, they'd have to be, get the meat uh, from range. Yeah. yeah. And I'm thinking the fishing might be good since it's on an island, so there'd be some great fishing spots too. The fishing is also, you know, a big part of their diet, um, but that's that's concentrated um, in certain areas on the island. Yeah, I'm a big one. I like to fish as long as if I do catch any fish, there's somebody to take it off the hook, dress it, and prepare it for cooking, and then I will I will go cook it. I will you know, season it, cook it in the pan, as long as somebody deals with it from hook to ready to cook. <laughs> Fair enough. I am not, um, one, rice I am beans, not one for taking hooks out. <laughs> rice and beans are also a large part of their diet, um, so you'll also see, um, you know, the cultivation of, of some of their main staples as well. Oh, that's awesome. The fact that, the fact that they've been so self-sufficient over the years on Cuba, that's just going to be this is going to open a whole new world of experience to people who are so used to, um, oh, yeah, well, we can just import this from here and import that from there. They had none of that luxury. So they've had to become very self-sufficient. So to be able to go in, 
like you said, like now because since they're changing so much, excuse me, and see how they used to do things or how they have been doing things for the last however many years it's been, that would be um, that would be a real eye opener for a lot of people. Truly, and, and the other thing would, would would be the resiliency of of the the spirit of the Cuban people. I mean, they yeah. have have you know forged a way forward um, under under you know the most difficult of circumstances, but mm-hmm. yet you know they they have wonderful educations. They're they're very um, um, knowledgeable about the rest of the world, and um, and they have an inquisitive, um, friendly nature that is is just charming. I mean, people absolutely love the Cuban people. That would be um, just to, like you said, hear about their resilience and stuff and the, and the life that they've been through and how they've gotten through some of the challenges that they've faced. That would be so And I'm, I'm sure that on the farm somewhere that they've invented different things um, that help them do what they need to do because they haven't been able to go and buy it. So they've had to adapt something to, to help them do it. So learning about that would be awesome. Oh. My mind is worrying. You know, the, the fact that they can be so so upbeat and 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 wonderful about it is says a lot about who they are and what the character of 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 the country is. Absolutely, I'm just oh, my head is spinning right now. I am so wanting to go to like get on a plane now and go, because um, <laughs> it just sounds amazing. And I can already I'm um, I mean you know being from New Zealand, we've had things that challenges because you know we're we're tucked away down there at the bottom of the world and um so there's times that we haven't been able to get things and so we've had to what we call kiwi ingenuity is come up with stuff you know well this doesn't exactly do what we want to do it so let's modify it so it works how we want it to work and there's been a lot of that done in new zealand and thinking about cuba and all the challenges and stuff they've faced there is bound to be stuff that they have done as well that's sort of, okay we've got this but it doesn't quite work how we want it to do so let's adapt it so it does or let's adapt our methods so that that meets this piece of whatever it is, be it a piece of machinery, be it, you know, whatever that helps them do what they need to do. And it's my mind is I mean, fascinatingly. With... Yeah. Go ahead. The the, the yeah. cars. I mean, that's literally what they had to do with cars. They couldn't get the spare parts, so they mm-hmm. literally had to machine um, all of the the parts and pieces of these cars along the way because they couldn't get any replacement parts. So it's fascinating yeah. to see how they have, have made all these cars work without having any of the replacement parts or pieces. Um, it, it's truly fascinating. Oh, I would have some um, – I know some people who are members of different car clubs and that, that would be all over those cars to find out how they've kept them running as well as they have for, for the years that they've had them. And they would be all over that and say, oh, well, how did you get it to do this? And how did you – when that ran out – when that broke, how did you fix it? How did you get that to work? I could just see them there and, like, you could put them under the, hang on, I was about to say bonnet, hood of a car. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I know, I've got to catch myself because when I get excited, I just go straight to Kiwi speak. Um, I could just see them being stuck under the hood of the car and they're just saying, look, you guys just go on and do the tour with us. We're just going to spend the whole time right here under the the hood of the car. But it's fascinating. The cars look like the brand new. I mean, it's it's truly yeah. extraordinary the way that they've restored the cars and brought them back to to their original luster. It's it's truly breathtaking. Yes, I know several people that um, who, like I said, would be if they see those cars and they're talking with a mechanic, that's all they're going to want to do for the entire tour. They'll just tell the rest of the tour, look, just go on without us. Meet us back here in a couple of days. I'm going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I know people who would want to do that. <laughs> 
it's kind of interesting and, and, and it would be fascinating to, to get their insight on it because, you know, um, you know, necessity is, is the mother of all invention. And, and so, mm-hmm. you know, they had to make some, some really difficult choices along the way, but, but they did and, 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 you know, God love them. They've been successful with it. Yeah. I know my dad would absolutely love going to Cuba and seeing, um, all the ingenuity stuff that they've done, how they've kept cars running, how they keep machinery running, um, adaptions that they've made, because my dad's a very hands-on person. Um, and so when he can learn new skills with his hands or find out how somebody got around a challenge and was able to take you know, something from point A to point B, but it wasn't a straight point A to point B, they had to go through the entire alphabet to get to there, um, then that just fascinates him, and I guess that's where I've got my fascination for this sort of stuff from as well, to see, you know, wow, you keep your cars going this long, how did you do that? What happened when the rubber hoses wore out, and how did you replace them? What did you do? And so you keep asking them questions, and I can see my dad just sitting there going, wow, that's really cool how you did that, and did you do this or that, or blah, 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 and I can see his mind starting to whir with other possibilities of how they could have got there as well. So I know that, yeah, that's where I get my curiosity from, my dad. (laughs) But you know, again, it's so fascinating, and 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 how they've they've brought it all together. And um, mm-hmm. as you can see in in the brochure, I mean, these cars just um, they they refer to them as as um, you know almond shaped because of the 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 curved lines to them. Yeah. But they they just looked amazing, and um, you know, I've heard from a number of people that they want to go to Cuba, you know, to see their old cars because mm-hmm. you know they're, they're still there. So. You know, that's the other thing that's kind of fun is, you know, you can see that car that, that you may have had a relationship with many years ago, you know, so. That's just, um, I mean, yeah, like I said, I just want to get on a, on a plane and go now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the problem is I'm just thinking of the tour may not be long enough for me. <laughs> I just, I get too curious when I'm in a new place and things just fascinate me. And with what you've been talking about, you know, the challenges that they've overcome that's helped create the culture of people that they are, uh, I would just want to stay there for a while and just absorb everything that they've done um, and how they've overcome some of those challenges and how it's helped shape their culture um, and just to see how they do different things, even if it's stuff that I'm not overall interested in. I would just want to see, you know, like um, like I mentioned before, the cigar rolling how that's actually done, because I've never seen cigars rolled before, but, you know, they come out with these fascinating shapes, and it's all tight, and it's all packed, and how do they get it so tight and packed, and so to be able to see them do that, and um, do they, when, now here's an interesting one, when you go to the cigar factories, and you're talking with these people, do any of the guests on the tours get to try their hand at rolling cigars? <laughs> um, I, um, I would expect that they would, um, I haven't actually been on the tour myself, um, but they do try and get it as interactive as possible. Um, so um, I have to say, uh, I would think that, that most likely you would, but, but I can't promise it. Excellent. I'm just trying to figure out, yeah, watching those guys, and they probably, yeah, it would probably take us like three times, four or five times as long to roll one cigar than it takes them. <laughs> the other thing that's interesting, though, is it's so much a part of their culture, and it's so much a part mm-hmm. of the Cuban tradition. And, um, you know, Cuban cigars are, are in a lot of ways known as, as the finest cigars that there are. So it, it would be fascinating to see how the whole thing comes together and, 
and, you know, how people make their livelihood by doing it by hand-rolling scars. It's really quite interesting. Oh, I'd love to do that. Um, and then the other one I'm looking at, um, I came across was a picture of how you learn the art of making a mojito. I didn't realize that mojitos <laughs> came from Cuba. But I know some people who love yes. mojitos and would love that portion too. <laughs> Well, and it's so much a part of, of, you know, how you do it. You really have to, you know, mull the um, the mint leaves and, and get mm-hmm. the essence of the mint leaf along with, with the sugar cane. And, um, you know, the best mojitos that, that I've had, they actually put a, um, a, a, a swizzle stick of actual sugar cane in it, um, which I oh, think wow. just brings the whole thing to life, yeah. Um, and then, of course, you know, the fresh lime juice makes it really pop, so... That's interesting. I never knew about that. Well, I don't drink anyway, but I've seen mojitos made, but I never knew that about using the um, the sugar cane as a swizzle stick. How cool is that? And that would add a different type of it's sweetness really to it nice. as well. Correct. Okay, so anything else that, we've, that we may have missed or overlooked during our discussion so far? No, but um, again, as we talked about early, I think now's the time to go. Um, Cuba is changing almost on a daily basis. So mm-hmm. if you want to experience Cuba and experience Cuba as it is, you know, at this little slice in time, now is the time to go. Um, investment's going to be pouring into Cuba. Um, you'll be seeing, you know, large hotels going up, and it's really going to change the, the the feel and the flavor of it. So now's the time to go. And fortunately, you know, we've added some more tours, so we can accommodate people to to get there and enjoy it. Oh, that would be awesome. Well, Dave, I would like to thank you for taking time out of your day to come on and talk about Cuba. You have just left me with um, with this most fascinating place that I so want to go and see. So I think I'm going to put it on my list and I'll try and find a spot next year to slip in there before it changes too much because getting to experience that culture that has been closed off to us for so long would just be an incredible experience that um, I know would be one that I would remember and one that I would so want to go and make sure I experience before it changes too much. Um, so thank you very much for your time today. And um, and if anybody wants more information about Cuba, if they go to connectwithhelen.com and you can set up a time that's best that works with your schedule and we can talk more about Cuba. So Dave, thank you again. A great pleasure. Thank you for your time. My pleasure. Until next time, heck on era.